0: Hi, this is KSFL-LP Portland Radio Project. I'm Asha Wagner, and you are listening to Drop-In Session with a very special guest, Portland-based trumpeter, composer, improviser, and teacher, Cyrus Nabipor. Hi, Cyrus. Glad to have you back on the PRP Airwaves.
1: Thanks for having me. Great to be back.
0: Cyrus is here to promote his upcoming album, Live at the Marini Opera House, which is coming out on October 23rd. I had the chance to listen to the entire record, and it is phenomenal. Congrats on the release.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Before we get to the nitty-gritty of your new release, I wanted to welcome you back to Portland. You are originally from here, but most recently spent a good chunk of time in New Orleans. You were trained there, and of course, for a jazz musician, it is a place to be. So what brought you back?
1: Um, I, I, I would say a lot of things brought me back, and it was a move I was contemplating mulling over for for a few years um, leading up to it. Really, I I don't know if I could say music things brought me back. Mm -hmm. It was really just this here, the city, Portland. Mm -hmm. It's where I'm from. Uh, It's home. I just was getting to a point in my life, you know, I'm I'm, I'm some years out of college now, and I just kind of felt it pulling, you know, wind up being a family again the atmosphere, the air makes me feel really good here now that the smoke is cleared. Yes. Uh, so it was a lot of different factors, but ultimately, career aside, ev- everything else aside, it's just kind of where I want to live right now.
0: Yeah. And this is a budding music market. It's really um, it, it's really up and coming, and and it has uh, phenomenal talent here. So we're glad to have you a part of this.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be back here and be involved in the music scene uh, not as not as a voyeur anymore, like coming in for a week here and there, but but really here and when things are able to start opening up again and it's and it's safe to really start playing with people um, as it was happening before. I'm just super excited to to get in there.
0: Yeah. So before we get into your album, I would like to share your first release to our listeners. Here's Huckleberry Madness on Portland Radio Project. Mm -hmm. awesome great surprise <laughs> at the end yeah. definitely leave, lives up to its name
1: <laughs> it's probably the silliest song i've ever written
0: yeah, that's really cool so <laughs> this track is a perfect example that while your music offers the classic jazz sound you often break from and float between different styles and push boundaries would you tell us what drives your creative process and how you arrive at your compositions
1: well I'll start a song different ways depending on the tune. Sometimes it'll start with a, a bass line or a melody. And a lot of times it's kind of informed by who I'm writing it for. Mm-hmm. You know, if, do I have a specific ensemble um, or instrumentation in mind? You know, and that'll really drive the the theme of it. Because um, I'm involved in a, in a handful of different projects of sort of wildly different genres. Um, and so... I'll, I'll write one thing that will clearly, say, be, be meant for the, this quintet that this record features, or one, something else will be clearly meant for No Ruse, which is my more kind of fusion, electronic um, sort of thing. So it, it sort of depends on which category it goes into. Um, this song, though, really is a soundtrack to a, a little movie that only kind of exists in my head that I sort of made up. A lot of my, a handful of my tunes are like that, where they don't exactly have lyrics, but they're kind of meant as imaginary soundtracks to like a fictitious story. And I really find that that helps kind of drive the creative process. Uh, So you're not just relying on the music and the harmony alone to figure out what the form should be. There's an actual plot line to it.
0: Any aspiring filmmakers out there, this was your cue. Okay, well, I would like to play another track. Uh, Here's Hippity on Portland Radio Project. You are listening to Drop In Session with Cyrus Nabipur on Portland Radio Project. Cyrus, this album, as the title states, was recorded live at the Marini Opera House mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Yes. what was the significance of doing that recording in this particular venue, and how did the record come about?
1: Uh, so, I this is my um, really my debut album as a as a named band leader. Uh, you know, I've I've been on a bunch of recordings as. Uh, either like a co-band leader or, you know, un, in a band that has its own name, like uh, No Roos, or I'm in a, some other New Orleans bands uh, as well. But I was accumulating these songs over over a few years that didn't really have a place in those other groups and were really just asking to be recorded by this this sort of like modern quintet sort of chamber ensemble. So I was like, OK, I got to do it. <laughs> it's time to do it. And uh, I've just always liked the energy of live shows more than the studio. I mean, I, I think there's, there's huge value in recording studio albums. Um, I'm not, by no means mm-hmm. against it, uh, and, I'll, and I'm going to do it many times in the future. But I just felt like for this music, musicians play different live when there's an audience. They play harder. They take more risks. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not as, as um, sterile or in a vacuous Mm -hmm. of an environment. Um, so I just really felt like for the music to come across, right, it had to be live. So then the uh, question was where to do it. And that was that easily answered with the Maroney opera house. Um, those of you who aren't familiar with it, uh, which is probably a lot of you listening. It's this old, uh, big empty church in, Mm -hmm. in the Maroney neighborhood of new Orleans that, uh, is currently the, um, it's the, it's the home of the New Orleans ballet and a lot of like classical chamber music happens there, but they're also huge supporters of experimental music and improvised music. And they just really play a huge role in cultivating like the, the local creative music in New Mm -hmm. Orleans. And really important is it just sounds amazing in there, Mm -hmm. you know, huge ceilings, big concrete, room like it's a horn player's dream mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. natural reverb in there is just amazing and you know tone as a as a trumpet player tone is very important to me and um i just felt confident that that room would capture it well
0: cool well we should give a quick shout out to your band um would you like to name them yes
1: yeah definitely i mean they're so the this band on this record is um, I mean, they're the people who make this music happen. Uh, these compositions are just notes on a piece of paper and vague concepts of what it'll probably sound like in my head mm. until it's put in front of people and, and they play mm. it, they bring it to life. So I really can't un- can't overstate the importance of, of these band members. Um, on the tenor saxophone is Brad Walker. Brad is just a monster player uh, in in all sorts of genres in New Orleans. He just really like elevates elevates the whole band when he's when he's playing with you. He's super inspiring. On guitar is one of my really closest friends, George Wilde. Uh, George and I play together in a lot of different groups, and I just uh, love his musical sensitivity and he also can be a chameleon he he can play a bunch of different sounds and styles which he does on this Mm -hmm. album i mean you heard in as you heard in huckleberry madness he just switches uh uh you know Mm -hmm. in a second like that so he was he really brought a lot to the table on drums brad webb another good friend of mine he i love the way he plays and the way he hit he just touches the drums and he's one of very few drummers in New Orleans who I think could could actually play in that room and sound good because it's such a live room. It's actually kind of scary for drummers mm-hmm. because it'll get so washy and loud. But Brad has such a delicate, sensitive touch and such a musical ear that he pulls it off like it's easy. Finally, James Singleton on bass. And having James on this record was really special to me James is like a mentor he really he's a mentor to me but it's kind of that special type of mentor relationship where we're also friends and to have him um in the group as sort of an elder and 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 have his his wisdom and creativity kind of infect all of us was super special we have a funny relationship because to me he's this guru that mm-hmm. I'll ask all these big life and musical questions to but he's also a really enthusiastic trumpet player and and loves practicing the trumpet and will bust it out on any gig he's able to and so he'll always call me and ask me about like my tr- my warm-up routine and so when we talk we have these it's this funny grappling conversation where we're both trying to get information out of the other one you know <laughs>
0: Cyrus, thank you so much for coming on today and enriching our musical spectrum with your trumpet arrangements. This has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me.
0: You can pick up Cyrus's album live at the Marini Opera House on Friday, October 23rd at his website, CyrusNabipore.com. It will also be available on streaming services wherever you get your music. This has been a drop-in session on Portland Radio Project. Please join us again next time. To take us out, we have What Is This? by Cyrus Nabeport.